Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Good Doctor is a Golden Globe nominated series from Emmy winning showrunner David Shaw. I'm Matt Noble, a gold derby here with Richard Schiff, who plays Dr. Aaron Glassman, the mentor and friend of the good doctor himself, played by Freddie Highmore. Richard, what's been your favorite scene with Freddie over the course of the two seasons? Uh, well, Freddie's delightful to work with, um, uh, albeit he's British. Um, uh, he's a sweet kid and he's very talented. Uh, and I'd say the scene that uh, sticks out for some reason is when he hit me in the lobby of the hospital. So I'm trying to control his behavior and he hauls off and slaps me across the head. And uh, what strikes me is that <laughs> in the middle of shooting that scene, he turns to me as he always does and says, this is fun. Um, uh, <laughs> which is her cat, his catchphrase for every scene we ever do. He'll turn, he's basically checking in with me to make sure I'm okay. And I'll go, this is fun, right? Well, this is fun, um, uh, which I found. I said, I said, you're in tears and you're smacking me across the head. Where, where does the word fun come into your vocabulary here? But that's the way he looks at it. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's a pleasure to work with, I have to say. What do you find the most fun on The Good Doctor? Fun's not a word that comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun's not a word that comes to mind, but the most fun, I think, uh, or the most enjoyable and the most kind of uh, pleasant uh, is uh, when I proposed to Debbie Hunt, uh, not Debbie Hunt, that's a character she played in the movie, to Debbie, what's her last name? Um, in, um, in, uh, in The Good Doctor, uh, played by my wife, Sheila Kelly. So we had to, we had to, we got we got to play the proposal scene all over again, and David Shore was kind enough to let me rework that a little bit, which I knew would um, be much more uh, in tune with what uh, Sheila and Debbie would respond to. So that was fun, and my wife uh, loves uh, whenever I pay attention to her. So when I pay attention to her on camera with that kind of intensity, she was very very um, uh, pleased. Uh, but it was fun working with her. It was fun having her up in Vancouver where we shoot. And um, she, uh, uh, from what I understand, she might she may have a, a, a hefty uh, comeback in the next season. Oh, that's exciting! What so? What proposal scene was the most fun? The first one with the car, or the second one? Well, the second one was successful. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the first one didn't go so well. So no. I, 
the second one was more fun for Aaron Glassman. Um, yeah. And it was uh, it was just a very uh, kind of uh, beautiful intensity that Sheila and I um, brought to that scene, and that was uh, uh, and she, and she's so alive um, always, but in, in her acting, and it's, and I love working with actors that so much is going on in between the lines and and um and so on so she's uh she epitomizes that and and i adore working with her what motivates your character in the show what do you think's his driver his overriding um motivation is to look after um sean um uh, as as a father who who I think feel, feels that he failed in uh, overseeing his daughter's um, well-being uh, in that pretty intense episode in two thousand in two thousand four in uh, episode two hundred four the fourth mm-hmm. episode of the second season you saw post op uh, Doctor Glassman was had gone into a psychotic episode saw his deceased daughter. And dealt with the guilt and the uh, uh, um, and the pain of that relationship, and I think that feeds deeply and acutely into how he wants to uh, um, deal with with Sean. Uh, what what have you found the biggest sort of challenge as an actor approaching this character in this series? Well, to be purpose perfectly frank. Um, it's not my style of show, you know. Um, compare this to The West Wing or Counterpart, which we talked about last time, or even Ballers, which is just a blast, or um, Manhattan, um, uh, and uh, these other characters that exist in worlds that are intensely interesting to me. Uh, the hospital is not an intensely interesting place for, for me <laughs> in particular. I tried to avoid them with all my effort. <laughs> um, I spent the first couple of years of my life in a hospital, so I think there's some, you know, deeply rooted uh, <laughs> psycholo- psychology having to do with that. Um, but medical shows, as a rule, I don't like to watch sick people very much. So, um, uh, and, and it tends to fall into melodrama, and that's something I fight against. So. Um, uh, uh, so I think, um, the, the big challenge here is to elevate, um, as best I can to, to make it interesting, uh, for me in, in the most, uh, acute way, you know, um, uh, because you can fall into a kind of, uh, uh, what do they call these shows? Um, not periodicals. What do they call? Um, uh, the procedurals. Um, yeah. uh, you know, do not fall into that, uh, to that trap, and it is most definitely a trap. So to try to um, persistently, constantly um, elevate to the highest degree, so that it it feels like a real human experience. Um, you know, that's the that's the challenge for anything you do, because anything can fall into traps. You know, you can fall into the. Yeah. The trap of Aaron Sorkin and just kind of ride the words, of, ride the wave of clever words. Uh, that that doesn't work for me either. You know, it's always a matter of trying to find the highest point near the ceiling of perfection, and that's um, 
that's uh, that's an impossible task to get all the way up. But um, but that's what I strive for, and that's uh, that's a, a different kind of challenge on this kind of show. What does elevate the show, and and, and what's sort of that thing that you see? Well, when you, when you transcend uh, the obvious, you know, mm -hmm. when you when you go deep into into a set of circumstances. To elevate, I mean, what does it mean to elevate? When, you, when you're an athlete, you want to elevate by what? Becoming a better team player, by hitting the open man on a basketball court or on a soccer, on a football field, or, or um, making sure that um, the preparation is such that the best things can happen in performance. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, it's, it's, you know, you know the, it's the way that I feel engaged um, is, to, is to constantly find a way to make something e either more real for me or more interesting for me or, um, uh, and all of those things lead to it hopefully becoming more elevated or, or at least, I like to feel like I'm flying when I'm acting, you know? So the elevate yeah. is a good word for that. I like to mm. build, feel like I'm building a platform, like a ski platform and I jump out of the gates and then I'm airborne, you know? And when you uh, when there are obstacles in the way, whether it's another actor or whether the writing doesn't quite make sense or director who's only interested in making his day or whatever the issue is, um, it it'll it'll pull you right out of the air. You know, it'll mm -hmm. it, it creates obstacles to flight. You know, um, it's uh, it's it's engine trouble. So. Um, so there's a lot of factors that go into it, and you need a team of people that are on the same page and and wanna, and they all wanna, uh, you know, fly as long as we can fly, mm. and it's high. Yeah, Pro like probably one of uh, I thought uh, one of my favorite scenes with uh, Glassman uh, this season was uh, when he gave the baseball as the gift, and I know yeah. you're a big fan of baseball, Richard yourself. Um, so, like, he gave that to her because it was something that mattered to him that he wanted her to have. If you were giving a gift of something that mattered to you, Richard, what would you what would you give to oh, someone? I mean, look, look at this. I got nothing but baseball back here. Do you see it? Yeah. You tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's the uh, B? I have a Mickey Mantle ball right here. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody gave me that for the very same reason. Somebody gave me a Mickey Mantle ball going, I know this is – of value and I treasure it, but I know it means more to you than it does to me. <laughs> so <laughs> give it to me. Uh, it was very sweet. Um, I don't know. I'm my most, my most treasured possession. Um, if you, if you would have called it a possession, which it isn't, but my wife wouldn't mind is my wife. Yeah. Um, she's not a possession obviously, but she's my, my most valued person in my life and my kids. Yeah. I'm not giving them to anybody. No, Nobody, yeah, yeah, you can't really happen. give them. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, yeah. as far as objects go, I don't know. I, I love that scene though, and it was really uh, well written. Um, and uh, and then you had Lisa Edelstein uh, to mm. work with, and so that's an example of an actress who is alive and present and willing to go places that um, we might not have anticipated before we started working. So uh, that's a good example of elevating. Um, but I don't know what I would give away. I just got a new car. I like that. I'm not giving to anybody. It'd have to depend. If I if I felt somebody was helpful in saving my life, I would certainly yeah. look for some 
something that would mean something to them as a gift. So that was a that was a lovely scene. Yeah, yeah. And was it your idea to give the baseball? Was that a suggestion from you? That was a writer who I've had conflicts with in the past, and who and uh -huh. who wrote a very very beautiful scene. And so he must get credit for that. And um, they know I'm a baseball fan, and they we've covered baseball before. Although they have me as an Oakland A's fan, talking about Reggie Jackson and Catfish Hunter and Raleigh Fingers yeah. and that guys, but they're all players I, I admired. Um, uh, so you know, I think I think what happens in television shows is over the years, uh, Aaron Sorkin certainly did this. Uh, they they find uh, things about uh, the actor that they tend to uh, that tends to uh, inspire ideas. Um, and that's what a good writer does on television because they're going to run out of ideas otherwise. So they, they, uh, they, they'll, um, kind of, uh, mine the person for, for what is uh, meaningful to them and, and use it. Uh, when we spoke last, you said that you didn't watch the West Wing at the time because you don't really like watching things you're in. Do you watch the good doctor? No. <laughs> yeah, did, uh, did you? But you had you had a uh, sort of binge. What's her? I'm sorry, but I have seen scenes because they tweet them, and then they'll, they'll tweet a scene between me and Sheila, and I go, "Oh God, I'd like to see Sheila in this." So I ah, suffered nice. through my I suffered through my performance to see her. So I've seen snippets of the show. Yeah, and with the with with the West Wing, you said you'd watched uh, two seasons last time we spoke, and you said it was quite good. Um, have you finished the West Wing yet? No, no, but I've done some West Wing weekly podcasts. Yeah, I've, I've heard them. Yeah, Josh Molina and Rishi do, and I've done. We've done a couple of live events in London and in Dublin. Yeah, and uh, so I always have to prepare for those by see, seeing the show that we're talking about, and then I'll mm -hmm. I'll, so I'll watch that show, and then I'll go, oh, yeah, this is good, and I'll end up watching the next one. And then I'll remember, oh, wait, the one before that was interesting, and I'll watch that. Yeah. But then I'll stop. Um, but I'm doing uh, two more of those, or a podcast about two more of those shows, later seasons, which I've never seen anything from yeah. season five, six, or seven. So um, uh, I watched the one I directed in season five, and I'm going to watch the one I directed in season six. And the one that I acted right before that, which is one of the hardest uh, – acting uh assignments if you will that i've ever had was that episode which was dr uh, dr dr drought conditions yeah so I'll, I'll watch those i've never seen that one that's going to be painful yeah yeah do you have a favorite line from the west wing uh from your time on that show that toby the said that, the one that come no uh no for some reason, they'll like us when we win comes to mind, but that comes to mind because I disagreed with it so personally. I did not agree with the the line. If you remember the scene, it was with my my ex wife, who was the congressman, mm -hmm. uh, played by uh, Kathleen York, who was just great, and mm -hmm. uh, she was objecting to uh, phrases in a speech the president was going to give, having to do with uh, the Arab world and um, the conflicts there. Mm -hmm. um, I hated uh, that point of view, but the line is great. I, as yeah. a Richard, I, I do not agree that they'll like us when we win. I think we should get out. I, you know, Politically, I think it's a disaster what we've done over there. I very, very personally disagreed with that. So, But I love the scene because the line is great and because ultimately he comes around to realize 
he's a little overboard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is there something special from your time in the West Wing that you always just go back to and remember with fondness? Well, whenever I see Martin or Allison, uh, some of us get all to get together. That's always kind of odd, surreal, and great. Um, yeah. But Allison, Janie, and I are, uh, you know, a, have great adoration and love for each other. And uh, I, I just, I just love her success. And you know, she's won about thirty-seven awards since the West Wing, yeah, including <laughs> yeah. an Oscar, and deserves all yeah. of it. And whenever I see Martin, you know, she, he feels like real family to me, much, much mm. more so in many ways than my actual family. Not this yeah. one, but where yeah. I, the one I grew up with, and and uh, he feels like like uh, a brother and a father, and and I just absolutely think he's one of the great human beings in the world. And um, uh, I just I'm honored to to know him so well and to feel part of that family. Uh, all the yeah. Sheens, you know, Emilio and and Charlie, who's mm. troubled but a sweetheart, and um, mm. you know Janet and and everybody uh, in the family. Raul, they're 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 just they're just lovely, and you know, mm. and then being friends with Josh and and Brad and and. Um, it's, it was quite, you know, seven years of intense 80-hour weeks uh, with anyone. And it's a, it's a family, dysfunctional at times, but highly functional at others. Uh, and you, I spent more time with them, and I counted the hours. I, did, I spent more time, waking time with them than I did with my own family growing up in actual waking hours. And so uh, they're, they're family. So that's what, mm. that's what, uh, that's what sticks with me. Yeah, we're gonna get the family back together, Richard. Is it gonna be another West Wing, West Wing reboot? I doubt it. I got into trouble for talking about it. And, and, yeah. Uh, okay. Too well. Yeah, it was a deadline kind of extracted uh, or uh, uh, some some sentences from an interview I did where I was talking about what my idea would be uh, and misconstrued it to to say that we're in talks for a reboot. We're not in talks for a reboot. We talk about it. We always talk about it because we're always asked about it. Um, and on some level, we'd love to see it. On another level, I don't think you can beat what we did. I don't think you can better it. Um, and in many ways, it is the show that people can still go back and look to to feel uh, what it's like to have a, uh, a West Wing that works uh, for the country instead of against it mm -hmm. and for uh, the best best interests of most if not all people as opposed to against it and um, uh, I don't know if we'd improve upon that yeah well I'll I'll just I'll just keep my spoiling and not 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 hold my breath for a reboot yeah I wouldn't do that I wouldn't hold your yeah. breath for a reboot it yeah. will become yeah nice yeah, you threw yeah. it in but you remember what I did? I would always bounce. So you have to bounce yeah. the wall and then catch. Like that? There you go. Perfect. Okay, there we go, Richard. Give me small Dean tips. Hey, final question. You got to direct an episode for season three of The Good Doctor? I don't think okay. so. We might maybe talk about it. Um, it's not something that I'm aching to do. Um, yeah. But uh, while I'm up there, uh, it might be fun. And so uh, maybe not this year, but next. Yep. Sounds good. Well, Richard, 
Uh, thanks so much for talking to us and all the best of luck on the awards circuit to all of your viewers. Go to goldderby.com right now and make your predictions. Yeah, yes. By the way, the prediction thing, I looked up your website. They got me at 101. Yes. They got me at 101. <laughs> what is that about? Yeah, what is that about? Um, any of your fans and viewers can go to goldderby.com and you can make your predictions to boost up Richard Schiff's standings. Oh, don't make the predictions based on uh, based on, uh, on 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 prayers and and hope. You know, there's a yes. reason why I'm 100 to one. You know, there's a lot of great shows out there, and I'm not quite sure that Hollywood, uh, you know, attaches itself to to network shows anymore. They're more into the cable shows, and and understandably, but if they were to watch this, I would hope that they would think my my work is 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 worthy yeah and i i think richard too with that like um the gold derby is uh reasonably accurate at least the best place online when you've got those top five to ten contenders but then like if you're not getting predicted in those top five it's hard to get the odds above one in a hundred sort of thing no, i know there's a lot of one in a hundreds there's a yeah. lot of hundreds yeah there there's a lot of hundreds and ones and there will probably one or what sorry which I think is the max. It's not like yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the highest, and especially with the Emmys, there is always maybe one or two hundred to ones that like one hundreds that that do sneak in because the Emmys are very hard awards to predict because they're as you say, it's so crowded. It's crowded, and there are some great cable shows that have the luxury of of uh, doing subject matters that and language that the um, networks really can't touch um uh and uh you know so uh it's what it is uh, i think 15 years ago the good doctor would be in many categories yeah. you know because there wasn't much else around uh yeah. but that's the way it is and that's and that's totally cool yeah and look look at, look at how well like uh house did a couple of years ago another david shaw medical I procedural david i think david yeah. was the last network writer to win an emmy very possibly. I think he's second. Very possibly. Yeah. So, no. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And um, you can click on uh, the subscribe button if you want more uh, more notifications when we interview other top awards contenders. So, yeah, thanks for chatting with us, Richard. My great. pleasure, man. Nice to see you. Yeah, great to see you again. Okay. okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.